so tell me about the cabin. Oh, we're not staying in a cabin. <laughs> we're going camping next week. M yeah. Me, Hagen, BJ, and Michael, two of my buddies from the dark room, and Michael. Right. That's Dark Room Vidya on Twitter. Yep, at Darkroom Video, V I D Y A. Find us on YouTube at the same name. We do video game, video games. Plug train. Woo woo. Uh, so we're going for four nights in the wilderness. So I told my parents the name of the campground that I was going to. And yeah. so the first thing my mother does is she looks it up and she reads the description. But she picks and chooses the worst things to just keep <laughs> trying to scare me out of camping for some reason. I wanted to find the ones or the little uh, tidbits that she found for me. Uh, see, hiking and fishing, uh, wildlife viewings, and auto. Auto touring are popular activities in the campground, with okay. over 1,500 bears living in the park. <laughs> oh my god! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time! It's Time for a load of BS, and I'm joined as always by he, the B, the B, to the L, to the A, to the K, E. That is right, it is my co-hostess with the co-mostess, it's Blake Tanner. Oh my god, <laughs> it's Blake Tanner, and with He's... me as always, the man with the plan, the man with the jams, the man with the scams, the man with the ran the 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 blams and the kazams uh. <laughs> the s in the bs scotty you, you, moore you just had to one up me didn't you i uh, just i just started coming up with words I, I like to think in your head right before you started that was he's introducing me it's soon i'm gonna have to introduce him, him. oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, terrible movie. Oh God, Blakey Tanner! I just feel, I feel, I feel rejuvenated. I feel right. I feel like everything. Like I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've had a rough couple of weeks, but you know, this past weekend, everything. Every, it's like a rejuvenate. It's like I had a getaway, a nice getaway, a sauna trip a to go sit, sit in the spring, the hot springs of nerdiness. A vacation. You had to get away? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vacation all I've ever wanted. Um, no, this weekend was a, uh, a little thing called CreateCon in, uh, in Orlando. It was, uh, where basically it was just a whole bunch... It was a meeting of the minds, Blake. It was a meeting of all the great podcasts. It was put on by, uh, I believe, Garrett Weinzel, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, of uh, the Angry Chicken podcast. It's a Hearthstone podcast. You guys should go check it out. Um, he put it all together and the, I, I only went because my favorite podcast in the world was going to be there and that's Night Attack. Like, okay, you know how, uh, when you're hanging out with people, you don't want to give away how big of a fan you are because you're, yeah, you're like, I want to, I, I want to make sure they like me and treat me as a friend and not as a fan so I can't fanboy out at them. Uh, yeah, that's how I had to be all weekend. I'm about to fanboy the fuck out i don't give a shit didn't you didn't uh, you do something for night attack recently dog i was on night attack because <laughs> they did a, a nice little event uh at CreateCon where you got to go up and tell a story and i decided to jump up tell a story and then uh, <laughs> of all the here, damnedest things uh, well okay i was actually on night attack a few well i wasn't personally I was actually on Night Attack a few weeks ago because they let people write in pitches for basically, hey, this is some something I got going on, read it out loud, and they do it. Uh, here's the problem, is that as Brian Brushwood, uh, host of hit TV series Hacking the System and uh, YouTube series Scam School, as he prepares to read my name, 
I'm like an excited little child on Christmas. Oh, wait, wasn't go- this the Scotty Emo thing? Yes. <laughs> he just goes, Scotty Emo. Which, if anyone follows me on Twitter, my name is not Scotty Emo. It is Scotty Mo. The problem is, I spell my name very weird. I spell it S-E-O-T-T-Y-E. Add more at the end, you get Scotty Mo. Uh, it's then very goes easy on- to mistake it for being Scotty Emo. Oh my god, it's so easy. It's so, um... The night before CreateCon, they had, like, this mixer, and I was talking to Bryce, who uh, runs a lot of the, uh, uh, runs a lot of the, uh, like, he does Night Attack, he does a lot of their stuff, and I just told him about it, and he was just like, oh, okay, and then later, I was sitting there with Bryce, Brian, a couple other people, and Bryce just kind of calls me out, and he's just like, yo, Brian, you pronounced this guy's name wrong. (laughs) What ensued? was an easily 10-minute screaming fight between me and Brian Brushwood about the correct spelling of Scotty and whether or not I was wrong to call him out for spelling my na- for pronouncing my name wrong. Uh, look, you, you're just unique. You've got the most unique <laughs> spelling of Scotty ever it, it, conceived. It was one of those things that it was, like, I was nervous, like, oh, it's Brian Brushwood. And then five minutes later, me and Brian are yelling at each other. It's just, Like, it's uh, that thing of, like, how much do I have to hang out with a person before I stop thinking of them as, like, a famous person and then go to just thinking of them a bro? It took about five minutes with Brian. Because <laughs> <laughs> it went from, oh, television's Brian Brushwood to, Brian Brushwood, you're a son of a bitch! It's all about the ye. It's all about that yee. Yee. <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, talking about looking at famous people and then screaming at them, Tom Merritt was there, and Tom Merritt, for people who don't know, is, like, the king of tech podcasts. So if you've ever listened to, like, a tech-themed podcast, you've probably heard Tom Merritt's voice. And so uh, we're walking up to CreateCon, and he's outside playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> and uh, I think this continues the streak of four weeks in a row that we've continuously talked about po- Pokemon Go on this podcast. It might not uh, stop. Yeah. Well, and so we start talking to him. We found out uh, he's Team Mystic. And it's Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> asshole. And so uh, we're sitting there during one of the panels at CreateCon, which, by the way, uh, one of the panels did a thing of, like, Here's what you should do while podcasting. Here's what you shouldn't do. And uh, I took down the list and graded our podcast. And Blake, you'll be happy to know we are a solid B-plus player in the podcast (laughs) world, according to this line. Yes! 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 So we're sitting there at this panel, and uh, it's all about Hearthstone. And unfortunately, I don't play Hearthstone a lot. I couldn't really get into it. It was a good uh, panel, like... Uh, I think it was the Angry Chicken. Angry Chicken's a great damn show. Um, it's just I don't play Hearthstone, so I couldn't get into it. So me and Megan are playing Pokemon Go, and we're watching this one gym go back and forth between Valor and uh, Instinct. <laughs> and, of course, that's our team, so we're like, I've got it now. No, I've got it. We look over. Tom Merritt gets out of his seat, leaves the convention center, to walk to the gym and we look at our phones and like two minutes later the gym has now gone to mystic (laughs) so my first real conversation with tom merritt that day wasn't oh tom i really like your stuff you've really influenced me it was tom merritt you're a son of a bitch how dare you (laughs) so yeah if uh if anyone here ever wants to get into Tom Merritt's stuff, don't do it, because he stole that damn gym from Valor. Mm. Valor Club for life. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm instinct or extinct, so, you know. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, well, you mess uh, with the best, you get zapped like the rest. Right. <laughs> um, actually, you know who was there that I did not realize? Who? Rick. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the well, man that may or may not have sent us okay. a subpoena in the mail. mail. Okay, well, no, okay. Look, I know you like to joke, but, like, 
I didn't know, but we're sitting there during Night Attack, and they're doing a fun little segment, and all of a sudden, uh, Justin Robert Young, uh, who is honestly the best person to ever talk wrestling with, uh, just goes, also, Ric Flair is here! <laughs> and I went, I am sorry, and then I look as this blonde-haired bitch gets up, walks up, and then talks on Night Attack. Ric Flair was on Night Attack before I was. So you know what, Blake? <laughs> he can send us a subpoena. He can do whatever he wants. Do you want a war? You got one, Chico. The worst thing was you were off doing dishes at the time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, Megan, I gotta go do dishes. Then two seconds later, she's like, hey, Ric Flair was on Night Attack. And I'm like, What? No, and then later he walked by me, and I can't do a decent flair impression, but he did, uh, he just kind of mumbled some racial epithets towards me, and I think they were for a race that doesn't even exist anymore, it was very strange. He's like, Rick, what are you doing? Did he call uh, you a stupid glorfnack? Dude, right? And I was like, Rick, you can't say that, man. Uh, <laughs> they've been extinct for years. <laughs> Oh, man. It, it, it's, CreateCon was so great because, like, I mean, I don't want to get into too much, but, like, I feel like the majority of all the anxiety and depression in my life comes from the fact that I have such an imagination that I'm like, you know, it'd be really awesome if this happened, or it'd be great if this happened, and, my, and like, I always get sad because I'm like, nothing meets the expectations I set up. Everything about CreateCon set up, like, it met all my expectations and then more. Like, I, I went to hang out with Justin and Brian and kind of meet them for the first time, which I did, and it was awesome. I, uh, and then I met a bunch of great people around uh, the podcast world. I got to make some connections. In fact, uh, when I met, met Bryce and talked to him for the first time, I was just like, oh, yeah, I, like in passing. Oh, yeah, I do a podcast on my friend Blake. He immediately whoops out his phone, hands it to me, and goes, search it. Subscribe me to it. Noise. I was like, oh, so, uh, Brycey boy, if you're listening, just know you're a badass. We here at a load of BS love you, would welcome you on the show at any time. Mm -hmm. You're awesome. Uh, tweet me, let me know what you think about the show, buddy. I've taken, he actually gave me a yeah. lot of advice about uh, recording and everything, too. That's going into play soon. Oh, that's wonderful. And um, you know what, Bryce? If you're watching, and if any of your listeners are watching, just always remember that you can support us on Patreon. What? No, 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 no we're not there yet. But one day, yeah, patreon.com slash a load of BS. Anyways, I, I like that we're making Bryce do stuff. Just assuming he's listening. Right, so, Bryce, yeah, uh, why don't you get Brian and Justin on the show? Can you do that? <laughs> Bryce, Bryce, do, do some stuff for him. Uh, Bryce, could you actually start editing our podcast for us? Uh, I want you to put some smiley faces right here. Oh, my God. Yeah. Throw in a wolf Okay, job. I'm not going to lie. Uh, at one point, Brian and I were talking about podcasting, and he was like, well, why don't you guys do a live show? And I was just like, because we don't have a Bryce. <laughs> we uh, also need but, fans for that. Oh, what? Right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the the best part, as much as I loved CreateCon, as much as I loved the Mixer beforehand, the best part of the entire weekend, and uh, if you go to Twitter, search up the hashtag BigDiz, uh, uh, we invaded Disney World like a bunch of assholes on Sunday. Oh. We, made, we made Disney our bitch. Good, I thought you were just going to measure how big your Diz was. Oh, no, we were all... The Big Diz crew has the biggest Diz of all time. Like, and the best part is we didn't get there until already, like, halfway through. So everyone had already been drinking around the world. <laughs> yeah. Which is the best thing to do. So instead of having this normal... Like, having them as the normal great intellectuals they are, we had this... Uh, the best way I can describe it as is a roving pro-wrestling crowd. Just chance... Screaming at random people, Snapchatting everything. Uh, the first thing we did, which, uh, if anyone's never done this, the best thing to do at the Hall of Presidents is just wait until halfway through when they start announcing the presidents. You know, they do the George Washington. When they get to the boring presidents in the middle. Oh, no, no, no. Just in general. Like, just when they start, 
pick a random president and cheer for them. Because <laughs> you'll realize as it goes on, people's political affiliations come out and they just start cheering for random presidents. Now, imagine that times a million because you had a group of 20 people that we dispersed into individual groups of four. Each one assigned to a different president, except when Taft came into play, everyone cheered for Taft. Motherfucking Did Taft. Taft. And then we also booed LBJ for no apparent reason. Uh, there was a reason. <laughs> we noticed the funniest part, however, was not the presidents who people cheered for. It's the silences that came in because it got to George Bush. Silence. Not a damn noise was made in that crowd. Hey, hey, hey boys, I think this is when you're supposed to cheer. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, afterwards, we made the decision to go to the Haunted Mansion. And uh, being the roving pro wrestling crowd we are, we started up a Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. And so um, up walks to us. A Disney cast member at which point I realize we're probably getting in trouble <laughs> right now so he walks up to us and says so you go into the haunted mansion no we're going to the steamboat <laughs> no no we were nice we we're like yeah and he goes oh okay do you have fast passes we go oh no we don't have anything he goes oh well you do now <laughs> cue uh... the entire group Freaking out, and the guy's name was Gerald. If anyone at Disney World right now is listening, mad props to Gerald, because he got us, he took us through all of Disney World as we chanted, Gerald, 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 took us through the back entrance of the Haunted Mansion into the ride. Oh. It was amazing. Man, Gerald sounds like a bro. Gerald was the shit. I loved Gerald. <laughs> so we go through the Haunted Mansion, we get off the Haunted Mansion, and by God, I don't know why, but Brian had to get jelly beans at Frontierland. <laughs> I don't know why, like we were like, let's go ride Big Thunder Mountain. Brian just immediately cocks his head and goes, that means I could get jelly beans. I want me so, some jelly beans. We're I like, didn't even know they sold jelly beans in Frontierland. Neither did we, but I'll be damned if Brian didn't find jelly beans. And uh, I was there with him. He bought me jelly beans. So if you want the weirdest brag of all time, I now have it. It's anytime you're cruising through Netflix and you pass by hacking the system, and someone's like, oh, what's this about? I can just be like, ah, oh, it's a pretty cool show. The host bought me jelly beans once. No big deal. He fed them to me that night. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't talk about that part, Blake. <laughs> that was when the real Big Diz went on. <laughs> hashtag Big Diz. <sighs> and then uh, uh, we, we did the first ever hashtag Big Diz 5K. When we, well, firstly, we did the Haunted Mansion, uh, Hall of Presidents, Big Thunder Mountain, my, uh, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, and they did Space Mountain. Well, you had All... a little bit too much of flair that week. Uh, oh, yeah, and then we didn't go on Space Mountain. I had to go wash some dishes, but <laughs> Flair was apparently there, uh, and apparently he had very a lot of fun on Space Mountain. He just spends um, all day in line at Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah. He, just, he never goes in. He just sits there. But yeah, we did all of that in the span of two hours, if not less. Oh. Uh, and then began the first ever Night Attack 5K, where we traveled to Epcot. And I don't know why, I think Brian, after so many years of spending his days in bars, has a last call meter in his head. And he knew Last Call was coming, which led to me, Brian, Justin, uh, Megan, and a couple other guys running from the transportation center to through Epcot up to England and getting beer. Booyah. Uh, I, I almost bet, died. I bet Last Call, call is actually pretty early for Epcot. 
Yeah, it was like at 9 o'clock. Huh. And uh, being that it was last call, they decided, well, let's just buy as much beer as they'll allow us to. So there is a table that looks like a beer pong table, except, you know, it's just their beer. Mm-hmm. Sir, how large are your beer barrels? Mm-hmm. I want all of them. Oh, and they made me, like, they made me an old-fashioned that was quite possibly the strongest thing I've ever had in my life. Damn straight. English know their whiskey. Yeah. But, yeah, just to, uh, just to Brian, to Justin, to Bryce, to, uh, Garrett for putting the whole thing together, I want to thank all of you guys for an absolutely amazing weekend. I needed it more than any of you guys will ever know. And if any of you guys ever want to come on this show or would like uh, me or the B to be on your show, uh, in Brian and Justin's case, if you'd like me to be on your show in a non-idiotic way. Or if uh, you would like him to do dishes on your show. Yeah, I'll let you know. Uh, as much as Justin liked talking to me, Justin very much enjoyed talking to Flair. So much that when I bought a copy of his game... It does, in fact, read, hey, big man, woo, Jerry, written on it. <laughs> woo. Yeah. Uh, Flair gets all the luck in this business, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what he gets for being, being, being Flair. Yep. But you Dirtiest know who el- player in the game. <laughs> but you know who else will get all the luck? Our beautiful patrons over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. All you beautiful people need to do is head over there, pledge a dollar of your money a month, two dollars, a penny. Look, you I get cool pay. stuff. You get cool. <laughs> we're, like, we're like the creepy guy in a van of podcasts. Hmm. We got candy. I got hmm. brushwood jelly beans for those who donate five dollars. Hey, listeners, do you want some popsicles? But yeah, we All do you have, have to some... do is donate a dollar to Patreon and come down <laughs> into the cellar with me. Oh, God. <laughs> but we do have some cool perks over there. If you donate a dollar, we, uh, we'll, of course, read you out loud, give you a little shout-out on the podcast. If you, uh, if you donate $5 uh, every week, me and Blake will send you some motivational videos, get you a little bit excited for the week, because, you know, it's really hard to get through the week. Uh, and then, of course, if you donate $25, God bless you, firstly. <laughs> and then you would also get to come on this here podcast, unless you're Brian Brushwood, Justin Robert Young, Bryce, uh, Garrett, any of the people I met this weekend, in which case, uh, yeah, you guys can come on for free. Mm-hmm. But for $25, you know, you're also officially our best friends. Yeah, you. but, you know, we got to make that paper, so... <laughs> If you want to come hang out, twenty-five bucks. Um, man, this po- this podcast almost didn't happen. Oh, oh I got home. I got home from a long day of arcading, only to realize I locked my keys in my car, and then just the spirit of Florida flowed in towards me. Uh, this is how many times you've locked your keys in your car now. And not a lot in Florida, and it will never happen again in Florida, because Florida is not, like, just on a whim, I looked up Florida news. Uh, I found a few greats. Uh, Florida man has gr- world's greatest criminal alias ever. <laughs> uh, uh, Blake, if you if you had to be a criminal, what, what, what what's your name? Hmm. Mark Zuckerberg. I think a criminal already has that one. Oh damn! Uh, uh okay. Do- the Donald Rodham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see uh, if you can get that one. Police were called to a 37-year-old suspect's home on a reported domestic disturbance early Sunday morning. When the officer arrived, according to the criminal complaint. Poole exited his home and said, I will beat every cop's ass. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, I, I don't think it was reported domestic abuse at this mm. point. Well, that, 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 I bet that went over very well in the current, yeah. uh, in the current climate yeah. towards police uh, officers uh, right now. Then 
Poole raised his right fist and began to extend it toward my face in an attempt to strike me, which is honestly the smartest way to describe he tried to punch me. <laughs> Since Poole was arrested and taken to uh, jail, it is highly unlikely he made good on his ass-kicking promise. Poole was charged with assaulting a police officer and violently resisting a police officer. He remains behind bars in lieu of $5,150 bail. What makes this case interesting beyond uh, Pinellas County is one tiny detail. The criminal alias Poole had previ previously used. One, Dickface Johnson. <laughs> Big ol' Dickface Johnson. I will beat every cop's ass. I am Dickface Johnson. You better recognize. Dickface Johnson, 2016. <laughs> Dickface Dick 20, 2016. Uh, I, I'd vote for him. Yeah. Uh, Gone but not forgotten. Uh, here, here's, here's another good one I found. Uh, Blake Tanner, you're a man. There are very few places I see you fully at peace. But at the beach, Blake becomes like a Buddhist. Like, so much calm. I, I sat on the beach for hours once. Yep. And I just sat. Now, uh, I think you would probably turn out, unfortunately, like this uh, article that came out, which was... Was he on. doing codeine on the beach? <laughs> I'm Sounds not like help. something I would do. Well, I, I think you'd end up like this guy. Uh, headline simply reads, Not a good beach day. Florida man hits tourist with shovel. <laughs> I just love the idea that you'd be like you're on the beach, you're chilling out and you're just like having the best day someone walks over and pops out one of your earbuds like hey can I have this spot dude what? don't you fucking talk about people popping out my earbuds <laughs> that is the most infuriating thing in life let's see, a Florida man is being charged with aggravated battery after whacking a visiting tourist with a shovel in his beard over digging at the beach. I'd probably do it, too. What? 53-year-old Christopher Carousella from Tampa argued with 18-year-old Christian Gaze over a large hole he had dug. <laughs> Carousella allegedly got upset when the Lexington, Kentucky teenager refused to comply with his order to stop digging. How deep did this hole go? <laughs> Boy, boy, you're gonna dig straight on through the China. What are you doing? You gotta, you gotta let the Chinamans out. And they're gonna take more of our money. What are you doing? Drew Gaze, Christian's father, told the station that 45 minutes later, Carousella took the shovel his son had left on the beach and then attacked him when he was walking back to his hotel room. Okay. Wait. So in context, this is a 53-year-old man beating up a teenager with his shovel. That didn't belong to the old man in the first place. That's the worst thing. It's Grand Theft sho sh Shovel. <laughs> Grand Theft Shovel. Well, the best part is the fact that it's like, it's a shovel for like, making sandcastles. So I just see him chasing him down with a tiny plastic spade, like, going <laughs> at him. Like that three foot long plastic shovel that you couldn't dig for shit with when you were a kid. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I just love the headline of this one. Man jailed after doing the crazy hand jive at the beach. The crazy? is How's that different from the regular hand jive? Oh, I'll tell you how it's different. Uh, likes uh. a beach, bud, so please stop making waves. A Bradenton man, Michael Dreger, apparently decided to play Free Willy while sitting on an outside... <laughs> Sitting on an outside bench in a public shower, said the Bradenton. It's all in Bradenton! Beach Police Department reports the Bradenton Herald. A woman who had reported Dreger allegedly told cops that he had been moaning and didn't stop when she looked at him. Guess it's never hot enough outside for some people. I'm never going to Bradenton. That's the entire, like, article. It's legitimately, like, a five-sentence article that's just basically, like, this dude... This dude jerked off on the beach. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. I, I would really love if he prefaced it to people. He's got, hey, hey, kids, want to play Free Willy? 
<laughs> okay, this last one, uh, Blake, Blake, let's 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 have a little fun here. So, uh, you you're a tough beat cop in Florida. Oh no. Okay, you uh, you got your thick black aviators on. A nice, nice mustache growing below your nose. What's what's oh. your uh, what's your cop name? Uh, my cop name? Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. David T. Thunderbird. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, <laughs> Officer Thunderbird. Detective Thunderbird. <laughs> Detective Th Thunderbird has uh, going out on a mission. Uh, turns out that there's some suspected drug using going on in the area. So you're and I wasn't invited? <laughs> of course, everyone knows <laughs> Detective Thunderbird loves the kids and the drugs. <laughs> but I will fight the kids. Yeah, for the to drugs. To get through the drugs. Uh, so, uh, you, Detective Thunderbird, you're, you're sitting outside of a uh, local gas station, and... You see a you see a kind of suspect looking individual, sixty four years old, a little bit old. Get into their car. Don't even make a complete stop at the stop sign and start bolting, going like way over the speed limit. What Ooh. what's your reaction? Officer in pursuit. I'm about to make my quota today, baby. Oh shit! Let's do it. All right. Now, so you remember that this is for drugs, but you, you think you have, you mm -hmm. think you probably need to chase this person down. Yeah, it's mostly, you know, he blew a stop sign and then he started going real fast. I'm like, mm, okay, we want to at least ticket you. Okay, so uh, you, you pull him over. He's pulled over. Uh, how are you going to approach him? Good afternoon, sir. Do you uh, know why I pulled you over? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry. Okay, you're sorry, you can go. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the uh, end. No, be like, sorry, sorry, brother, I'm going to have to write you a ticket. Okay. No stop sign. So you write him a ticket. Do you, uh, do you need anything out of him? From him? Or are you the worst police officer of all time? A terrible police officer, because I'm a police officer that treats people like they would want to be treated when they're oh! at a police stop. Okay, uh, so let's just assume this guy, this guy's been pulled over a few times. So he oh. already has it ready. He has license, he has registration, hands yep. you it all, even, even gives you his wallet. Okay, if I run him and I see that he's been pulled over a few times, mm -hmm. or if he's got a history, then we about to, we about to, about to tussle. All throw right, him uh, on the grill. So you're, you're going through his wallet, uh, and you notice he has a permit for a concealed carry. Oh, snap, son. Where are we going? Oh, snap, son. So, sir, I know you have a uh, concealed carry permit. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I got a gun right here. It's, it's, my hands are up. I, I don't, I'm not going to use it, but I do have a gun in the car. All right. Could you, uh, could you point out where the gun is? Just tell me where it is, where the location is. Uh, he uh, points to, like, the, uh, he points to, like, you know, the area beside the car. Like, basically in the door. And as you look down, you see the gun. You look down on the floorboard, and you notice a, uh, a very familiar-looking substance of small white crystals. Oh, damn. Sir, step out of the car, please. <laughs> Whoa, you're being like, get the hell out. Look, that's... To me, and I'm not, I, I've never been to cop school or nothing, yeah. that's probable cause enough, because if mysterious white substances can yeah. get uh, alerts at my local university mm -hmm. and close down streets, <laughs> that right, would uh, be enough for me. You pull him out of the car, uh, you arrest him, uh, and you, you pull him in, and you found, uh, you, I guess obviously you're going to go for a search of the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pull that white substance out, and I'm going to pull out my little cop test kit. Okay, um, you pull that out, you, and you actually find it in three more spots. Like, it's all over the car. At this point, I would have also called for backup. Oh, yeah, quite possibly. You've got a possible crackhead who's been going pretty fast. 
I mean, he's he seems to be complying at least. So um, at least I got that going for me. So uh, you're gonna pull him in. You pull him in on a uh, meth charge. I would assume, right? Probably something like meth. Uh, probably it depends on the substance. Like well, it, it is, looks like it is yeah, Florida. if it's crystals, yeah, meth or bath salts um, or bath meth. <laughs> okay, so you pull him in. Um, they take uh, they take in the crystals you found, go examine them, and you uh, obviously you're you're Detective Thunderbird. You're you're all over. So you're sitting there like, what is this? As they're examining the ma- like examining the uh, crystals you've given them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, scientist man does a very simple swipe of the white crystals, licks it off of his finger, gets a good taste of it. Two hours later, uh, the man is released on two thousand five hundred dollar bail. <laughs> Beca- oh damn! Because. As much as you would like to believe your police instincts are correct at all times, it was not methamphetamine. It was, in fact, just glaze from a Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm not seeing the picture in my head correctly, but, like, how big was this crystallized substance that I saw? Because in my mind, it was like, Okay, he has a small container. It's like a, it's a little baggie. A Florida like, man arrested when police found suspected crystal meth on his floorboard <laughs> was cleared weeks later when the substance was revealed as donut glaze. The police. I love that it took them weeks. <laughs> the police report of the December 11th incident in Orlando says an officer staking out a 7-Eleven store for suspected drug a- activity... Uh, the officer known as Detective T. Thunderbird <laughs> pulled over Daniel Rushing, 64, after he left the store for failing to make a complete stop before pulling out of the parking lot and driving 42 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. Uh, Corporal Shelby Riggs Hopkins, who is uh, obviously a fake name for Thunderbird, and... <laughs> An eight-year-old, eight-year veteran of the department wrote, she, a- she asked Rushing to exit his vehicle when she noticed a concealed carry permit in his wallet and that he confirmed that he had a gun. The officer took note of a rock-like substance on the floorboard where his feet were. Okay, now my question is, most cops, they have, uh, they have a simple little, like, swab tests, like they have litmus tests <laughs> on site in their fucking patrol car, <laughs> they can easily detect certain uh, illicit substances. I mean... Like, if you find white powder, and you just put this little shit together, appara- then it's like, oh, hey, that's cocaine. Let me just remind you, this is Florida. Oh, everything's terrible in Florida, I forgot. I, I recognize through my 11 years of training... An experience as a law enforcement officer, the substance to be some sort of narcotic, she wrote. <laughs> Rushing consented to a search of his car, and officers found three more pieces of a suspicious substance, which the even the driver identified to the police as glaze from a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh, yeah, but honestly, I've seen so many traffic stop videos of people like it is a bag and there is coke in that bag yeah like, no it's a donut no that's cocaine sir that is an eight ball of cocaine i keep telling them that's glazed from a donut they tried to say it was crack cocaine at first then they said no it's meth it's crystal meth they didn't even know what drug it was <laughs> keep in mind this is the woman who had 11 years of training and experience which she which she put down right there for you. Even the po- just to let you know. The police report confirms rushing told the officers it was donut glaze. Officers conducted two roadside tests that came back positive for illegal substances and then proceeded to take rushing to the county jail. Hold on. So apparently they did do the lit- like litmus test thing. Mhm. And they what did the it twice. On- what the hell's on a Krispy Kreme donut? Honestly, that might be why it's so tasty and delicious. Oh, dude. Uh, 
Proce- there's crack in that donut. Took rushing to the county jail on a methamphetamine charge where they strip searched him and after about 11, 10 hours released him on $2,500 bail. The charges were dropped several weeks later when a Florida Department of Law Enforcement crime lab confirmed rushing had been telling officers the truth. Rushing had hired attorney William Ruffier to seek damages from the city. I just don't want this to happen to anybody else. I got arrested for no reason at all, Rushing told WFTV. You know, in all honesty, that could have gone a lot worse. <laughs> right? I just... Yeah. I love the... F- I'm glad that he got off the way that he did, and... But still, that that whole $2,500 bail thing it, was... That, that's fucked this up. This is the ultimate, like, litmus test for how long does it take a lab of professors to take a white substance that they think is a drug, how long does it take them to taste it? Because you know that's what happened. They were just like, mm-hmm. okay, let's see what this is. They're looking at the chemical compounds, and it's like, glucose. Glucose. Wait a minute, licks finger. Oh, shit. It's like, we caught you red-handed, and it's... Well, it's, it's like, it's got... It's like if there was, like, a movie, you would see him, and his face would be covered in red, and it would make him look evil, but then it pans up, and it's just the hot and ready sign. <laughs> uh, uh, it, at least it was better than what I expected it was going to be. Florida man murdered moment- for Donut. Look, the moment the whole concealed carry thing was brought up, I... Was just oh god, uh, I don't want anything bad to happen. Well, you want to plug? Don't want to plug. I, I've got a plug right here. I've got a plug. Uh, oh, and look at that! It's a little frayed. It's a little worn. Yeah. My plug's broken down. Uh, the plug to my uh, to my surge protector that I used to keep all of my computer shit together. Yeah, but you had to. And you know, you had I to could sell- really use a new. Uh, I could use a new surge protector, yeah. but. Really, I don't have any money for that. So you know what we need for new equipment to continue doing our great podcast yeah, so it doesn't, for this great nation. It doesn't sound like I'm talking into a toaster mic. Exactly. <laughs> Is we need all of our dedicated, loyal, beautiful fans who listen to us ramble on every minute of every second of every Sunday afternoon. Just go to patreon.com slash a load of BS patreon.com slash a load of BS and give us a dollar, five dollars, 25 cents, whatever you can manage a month. Because the better our equipment gets, the less Scotty has to talk into his toaster, the less Blake has to worry about his internet going out. And the more likely we are to get a Bryce. Exactly. So... Give us, we got some cool rewards, and if you pay up to $25 a month, you have a chance to come on the podcast, you'll be with us, we'll get to talk, you'll be our certified friend for the day. Now, I, I honestly think for all time, all time, Probably. you're our best friend, mm-hmm. forever. However, if you stop donating $25 a month, you don't want to stop donating. You don't want to You don't want to see what road that leads you down. I'll get in my knuckle busters. Oh my god. Not knuckle dusters, knuckle busters. Son. Oh. So. From the Swata store. (laughs) The Swata store? So, uh, Blake, uh, not to, not to tell stories out of school, but my favorite voice message I've ever gotten from you happened today, which is, you just go, I'm high on codeine and I've not gotten any sleep. I'm either not going to understand WrestleMania 1962, or I'm going to fully understand the entire story, finally. I was so scared for that second thing happening. <laughs> uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty well, though, right now, now that I'm awake. Yeah. Alright, let's, uh... As always, Blake... If you wouldn't mind, try to try to catch all our listeners up on what's happened so far on WrestleMania 1962. Okay. So last time we read 1962, Voldemort had gotten together with a satanic cult to summon the... The, 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 sailor, sailor, the sailor Sisters, the Sailor Scouts. 
from the hit television series anime, Sailor Moon. There were a lot more Sailor Scouts than I remember. Yeah. There were so many Sailor Scouts. Uh, my favorite, of course, being Sailor Scout XC71259043. <laughs> yeah. Because they're all named after celestial bodies. And I bet there are some great celestial bodies. Hey. hey. And then uh, I believe JFK currently has a... Uh... A giant robot? JFK has a giant robot that he's now... Uh, I think JFK is convinced that every house has a wizard in it, so he's just stomping random houses. <laughs> Scotty, I realize why JFK hates yeah. wizards. He was Catholic. Oh, that makes so much sense now! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, all that happened... Uh, apparently, the author is trying to do a thing where Hermione and Jenny are also... Sailor Scouts, and they're also lesbian lovers. Also, there's a, yeah. also there's a female John Cena named Johanna Cena, except she's totally not a female John Cena. Wait, is John Cena a Sailor Scout? I would love if he was. <laughs> no, that's that's actually what Voldemort is trying to accomplish, is to get John Johanna Cena to become a Sailor Scout. So, uh, if you're confused, so are we. <laughs> Chapter 11. <laughs> Approximately four months after the Sailor Scouts were Sailor something. It's been four months? That's a hell of a time skip Get off for a your fucking ass. fanfic. Like, that puts George R.R. R. Martin's time skips to shame, man. <laughs> Hermione Granger and Jenny Weasley stood in the middle of a cornfield after a flash of light brought them there. Hermione was slouching and in a sour mood while Jenny was eating the contents of a plastic bag that said Doritos, a brand deal she got because of her hat matching hair color. <laughs> what? Fucking Weasleys. I don't like doing this, Hermione said begrudgingly. I hate fan fictions. And we're supposed to be shipped in this? Neither of us are homosexual. Well, technically, replied Jenny. Now we are. Because the story said so. So we're madly attracted to each other. And what's so bad about it? We're friends anyways. We get paid, don't we? And it usually ends in our victory. Well, yeah. Fuck off, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't give you the right to stare at my butt like that. Jenny quickly turned away into the cornfield. It's not my fault. The author's messing with my Hermione's. Hormones. <laughs> Okay, that's the best pun. That's the best pun of the entire series. Is the author is messing with my Hermione. With my Hermione's. Oh, God. Yeah, hormones. But in this story, I'm madly in love with you or whatever, so I said it like your name, see? This, ah, uh, he made it self-referential, so it's not as funny now. There, yeah. There's no getting out of it. Besides, we're in our 20s now. We can handle stuff. Still ain't doing it. Mumbled Hermione. What's our role in this story, anyways? I don't know why I'm giving Hermione the voice of the guy from Pacific Rim, but I am. Tonight, we cancel the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, oh, we are. <laughs> man. Hum Hermione Elba. Idris Hermione. Oh, we have a great one, Ginny explained. We're going to be recruited as sailor scouts in this one. Oh, well, at least the premise sounds fun, if not high quality, Hermione, <laughs> Hermione replied as Ginny snuck a little look where the real Hermione didn't want her to, but the fanfiction Hermione was desperately supposed to. I do not want her to do that, said her... Wait. Hey, Hermione, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, so are you the narrator? Yeah, I'm the narrator. How can you hear me? I don't know. Sometimes this happens with low-quality stories. Hermione was remarkably <laughs> self-aware. You don't... <laughs> you don't have to... Finn. What? That's just... The, the worst part is... That's something Hermione would do. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> you don't have to talk in italics for us to hear you, you know? Okay, but I will when I address you to make it more convenient for the audience. Fuck. <laughs> Fine enough for us, stated Ginny. When do we get to be Sailor Scouts? In ten minutes or so, said Sailor Mars, who had been standing right there behind them the whole time. We've got you two and Johanna Cena to induct. Johanna Cena, <laughs> cued Hermione. Who's that? 
for those who are just now tuning in, uh, Joanna Cena was in literally one chapter about seven chapters ago, mm-hmm. and they're finally bringing her back in. First time we've really had a large mention of Joanna yeah. Cena since ever. What did she do with an octopus? So here's what happened. Johanna Cena, uh, we got to get back to the chapter, but Johan, basically, Johanna Cena and her girlfriend, Robotu Sama, who is a robot, found a giant octopus in their school dance, and then they uh, got into a giant fight with it, and they killed it. Anyways, I've got the script here, said Ginny, still munching away, and it says she's John Cena, but a girl. Talk about poor writing, huh, Hermione? <laughs> yeah, said Hermione. Yeah, no shit, said the narrator. Ah, what the hell? Show yourself, said Sailor Mars as balls of light lit up around her hands as she pointed them in the general direction where she heard the narrator's voice, ready to fire her power beam lasers or whatever they're called. Why the hell are you talking about what am I do what I'm doing? Who are you? I'm the narrator, said the narrator. Jeez, it sounds so strange when I have to narrate myself like this, doesn't it? It's not like we can have a second narrator, because then... What do you mean you're the narrator? Explain yourself, not the situation! Oh god, I thought there was going to be a second narrator. I was so scared. (laughs) No, Blake, this entire chapter has been me going, Oh shit, I do not have this many voices. (laughs) The sky... I'm going to have to wash a lot of dishes tonight. (laughs) The sky remained quiet. No, it didn't. I heard you talk about how the sky was just then. Sailor Mars could not hear this sentence. Yes, I can! Look, can you just pretend nobody's describing you right now? This damn fiction, bad fiction, is already bad enough. At least you could be glad it's not that legless ship fic I had to do a while back. Oh, I remember that one, said Jenny. I can't believe you're the narrator for that. Well, they really got you to sound awful. Tell us what it's about again. No, I don't want to. It's too horrible. Come on, you can tell us as we get to... Uh, Jenny leafed through the script. Voldemort's a fit... Really? Voldemort's the protagonist? Oh! So that answers a question we had about seven podcasts ago. Voldemort's the good guy. Well, whatever. We'll do the walking, and you'll do the talking. When you make a rhyme like that, you sound like Brock from Pokemon. The witches started walking towards their destination as Sailor Mars floated along beside them, hoping the narrator was a protagonist. Okay, said the narrator. You readers at home can follow along by reading this URL, which you can... What the hell? What is this? (laughs) Okay, I was starting to start to feel for the narrator, but then he pulled this shit on me. Uh... I can't copy and paste. I don't want to read a fucking... Hold on. I want to find a way to copy and paste this. Uh, Guys, we'll put the link to this URL that the narrator's talking about in the comments or in our uh, description of the episode. Your readers at home can follow along by reading this URL, which you can copy and paste into your browser. Author's note, I have no idea who really wrote this and most certainly do not want to know. Did you just... Wait, hold on. This is is Idris Hermione. Did you just recite a URL? Asked Hermione. Yep. A few minutes after the story had finished, Jenny finished washing herself off after vomiting into a river? That's a sentence. Several hours after they got to Voldemort's office, Sailor Mars went nowhere for no particular reason and in a completely unrelated event, the author of Legolas by Laura's internal organs all detonated all on their own with no outside influence and without any reason to do so. See, the joke is that Sailor Mars went out to Sailor Murder, the author of the other story. Thank you for explaining that to me. No, that's that's the last like, that's the last sentence of this chapter, is explaining the joke. <laughs> I know. I I'm so. I have more questions and no answers. I really need this next chapter to not be like that chapter. Oh, thank God it's not. I'm about... I've gone from being confused to intrigued to confused to even more what the fuck is going on to now I want to burn everything (laughs) to the ground. Well then, chapter 12. (laughs) 
Your pseudonym sucks, John F. Kennedy told the man he was trying to hire. What's so bad about calling myself Dr. Acula? <laughs> the pale man with the smooth black hair replied. Sir? Oh, hold on, let me get Amish dad, granddad back on. Uh, seriously, Dr. Dracula, Count Dracula, you're an idiot. Everyone knows you're a damn vampire. Hey, I do try. Besides, don't you want to hire me? Insults like this are not good for the opponent's jugular vein, generally speaking. I am aware of the danger you pose, Count. That's why I require your services. Well then, what do you want me to do, and what will you pay me to do it? Can you lose the Transylvanian accent? It's really putting me off. It's too stereotypical for me. Says John F. Says F. Kennedy. John F. Amish Granddad. <laughs> tough, love, tough luck for the Mr. President, because I cannot speak English that well. If you require me, you will get what you get. Motherfucker, you're speaking English. <laughs> Fine, I could work with that. You'll mostly be doing fighting and killing, etc. But you have unusually powerful targets. Ah, how powerful can they be? This will be easy. Who is included? In case uh, it's all written to kind of help out anybody who's reading it in a Transylvanian accent. Uh, included is spelled I-N-K-L-U-D-I-D. Uh, well, Voldemort, for one, he seems to be looking at hiring some girl named Johanna Cena, although I don't know why. Intelligence suggests he's also trying to summon some sort of something, most likely an Eldritch monster, due to a complex pentagram found in a barn after locals sighted him. Well, it's convenient that John F. Kennedy knows all that. Ah, an interesting challenge. I am looking forward to it. Uh, damn, man, go see an English teacher. Your grammar is horrible. It's like reading some fan fiction's interpretation of you. The end. Oh. The... What? Oh, my God. Chapter 13 broke me. Chapter 13 has oh broken God. me. Already? <laughs> what? Oh. What? What? Okay. I'm gonna try. Chapter 13. The Predator from Predator and the Xenomorph from Alien were smooching again. Oh, fucking Jesus, <laughs> goddamn. No. Said the predator, professing his love for her. Oh, no! That is the worst noise! <laughs> Replied the alien. Com commented the predator. This joke was so hilarious that they both burst out laughing. Or something that was supposed to be laughing, but really, really wasn't, and couldn't stop for three minutes. Oh my god, I remember that. But when you mention it with that in mind, it's got to be the best pun I've ever heard. Said the predator in its native dialect. What? Oh yeah, I just, I really just thought it up on the spot. It's a real shame it doesn't work in any languages except for the specific two we speak. It'd be really confusing if we tried to explain it to someone else. The sprightly xenomorph girl replied. So, <laughs> said the predator, we should have dinner soon. How do hot dogs on earth sound? People will just think we're cosplaying. The xenomorph replied. Well, that sounds like a wonderful idea. I was really wanting to... What? Did somebody say you're hot dogs? <laughs> Yell... <laughs> Yelled one of the nearest wiener gnomes. Wiener gnomes! It's getting worse. Wiener. Oh shit, not them again. Did you know? Shouted another wiener gnome, beginning the event as would usually be required. That hot dogs are so hot. <laughs> I can't read it. It's gonna make me giggle. 
hot dogs are someone sometimes called weeders? No, go away! Screeched the large black female alien with no eyes, making the noise with both outer and inner mouths, but it was too late. They were all coming out of the compartments around the spaceship. Lutes, lyres, oboes, cellos, and harps alike were quickly unpacked. Well, we've got a whole show for you, replied another gnome, for we are the Wiener Gnomes, and it's time for the Wiener Song! Ah, uh, damn it, the one with the crazy jaws clicked. The collective miniature humanoid mammals all got together with their instruments out and began... Wiener, 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 wiener time. Wiener, 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 wiener time. Oh, God, why? <laughs> there are many wieners out there, so many to explore. Through wiener day and wiener night, we, we will always found more. The wiener gnomes go looking for wieners all around. The wiener gnomes go looking where wieners can be found. A wiener, 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 woohoo! We wiener gnomes devote our lives for wieners. We go looking for wieners hot mother. Okay, that it's it's almost over. We wiener gnomes devote our lives for wieners. We go looking for wieners high and wieners low. We go so far a-trucking. From wiener dusk to wiener dawn, it's how we make a living. Cause it's a wiener, wiener, wiener life for me. Oh, wiener, 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 woohoo! Now today, it seems we have guests for our wiener gnome song. What do you want to sing, young lady? A gnome held the microphone up to the xenomorph. Roar! She grumbled. A wonderful singing voice, the gnome proclaimed. And what do you want to tell the gnome, wiener gnome's wiener gnome world? The same gnome held the microphone up to the predator, who angrily sat there and glared, saying nothing, not even a single click or clack. Good, I think, the gnome continued. Okay, boys and girls, back to the chorus. Wiener, 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 woohoo! The wiener gnomes climbed back into the various compartments from which they came, carrying the equipment with them. This damn trip had better be worth it. The end! That's it! That's the chapter! Did you like it? There's no hope in life. We're just gonna introduce two random characters, and then Wieners. Wieners! There's no life, no love, no wizards, no presidents, oh. only Wieners now. <laughs> only Wiener. Wiener, 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 okay. Wiener. Okay, here's what we... <laughs> here's what we can hope, is that... All this means is that the Predator and the Xenomorph are going to come to Earth to aid in the battle of a JFK who has now got the abilities of uh, Dracula and a giant robot against Voldemort, who happens to have the Sailor Scouts and John Cena as a female. The more and more I'm reading this, the more and more I'm realizing... This is what Vince Russo does in his spare time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's actually not even written by Cotton Eye Joe. It's Cotton Eye Russo. This oh. is the story to the last WCW yeah. episode. Oh, God. So, oh, God. That, that, that broke me. That one broke me. I... Co because there are chapters that I'm like, okay, this seems normal. Let's just go read through it. I'll kind of see where it goes. And then there's this, where I'm just, like, taking so much aback that I can't handle it. I am but, shocked. Like, what? I am in a state of shock right now. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, we have but four chapters left, which means next week, on a load of BS will be the finale, the main event of WrestleMania 1962. Tune in 
You don't want to miss it. Blake Tanner, what oh. have you learned this week? I learned that coding is the worst way to deal with WrestleMania 1962. Oh, God. And I have learned that podcasting is great, people are great, and if you chant Haunted Mansion, you can quite possibly get fast passes onto the Haunted Mansion. Blakey Tanner, oh. where can they find you? Hold on, I've also learned that I am a shit detective because I'm a nice person. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, can... that's that's how it works usually. <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter or on the Darkroom Vidya at YouTube. Darkroom Vidya, that's V-I-D-Y-A. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Emo. Uh, that's <laughs> S-G-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And uh, if you want to purchase my lovely book, Queasel Corp, you can find that on Amazon at Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. Uh, and if you want to find us, the BS Boys, on Twitter, you can find us at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been great. It's been a hell of a load of BS. And we will see you next week. Go in peace. Hold on. Did you look up the person I told you to look up? I did not. I was asleep. Okay. Do it right now. I want to hear your reaction to this person. Okay. Uh, let me find them. Let's see. Uh, yeah, for, for those listening, I wanted Blake to look up Lisa Foyles. And that last name is F-O-I-L-E-S. Lisa Foyles. Hello. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> I knew you'd have that reaction to it. <laughs>